Are you a photographer looking to build a five or six figure business that has both time and financial freedom? Maybe you're struggling to get clients on your books that don't know what to do to bring in your next lead. Maybe you're frustrated with social media because you see it working for other photographers, but you aren't seeing any results. Maybe you're an established photographer with a solid client base, but you're looking to go next level. The truth is that taking pretty pictures just isn't enough anymore. In order to build that dream career as a photographer that you had when you first got into this industry, it's going to take a toolkit of business skills, marketing strategies, and accountability. Hi, I'm Brooke Jefferson, a lifestyle photographer, marketing strategist, and business coach for photographers. Welcome to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast, where I share tried and true marketing strategies, interview other photographers and experts, and pull back the curtain on what it really takes to be the go-to photographer in your specialty. My goal is to help you turn your business both profitable and purposeful. If you're ready, let's jump on into today's show. All right, Taylor, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I am so stoked to talk about this topic because I think it's one that can't be talked about enough. And especially, yeah, especially for my audience, we wear a lot of hats and I know that, you know, we struggle with feeling productive and all the things. So before we get to all the good stuff, um, introduce yourself to my audience, because I think that you're one of those that now I'm kind of branching out and bringing other guests on that aren't inside my industry. And it's so fun to bring you guys in, but yeah, let's hear who is Taylor. Oh my goodness. Such a loaded question. So many answers that that could be right. But specifically, you know, for the purposes of this podcast, I am the head of Taylor Mobley coaching and I am a business strategist, but I'm also a productivity and efficiency coach for small and large companies, as well as a global content creator, speaker, and podcast host. So I do a lot of things. I wear a lot of hats um, and I really help companies develop their vision, create sustainable systems, build out workflows and automations, and create ease and confidence in their project management and organizational skills. So that's a little bit about what I do. I love it. That's music to my ears, organization, productivity, all the things, time management, all the things. So I know today we're going to talk a lot about workflow, project management, and really how to feel productive in our businesses. And let me tell you as a photographer, like let's not even worry about the rest of our hats and the rest of the sides of our businesses. But a photographer, we have a lot going on and it can very easily, if we're not careful, drop the ball. So I'm really excited to dig into this. So tell us a little bit about why you're passionate about this. How did you even become the go-to productivity expert and, and all the things like, let's just hear it. Oh my gosh. My, I would consider myself a serial entrepreneur. I have started a million things, you know, but about six years ago, I really um, started my content creation business and that took off. And that was my main source of income for a long time. It was just me. I was for sure a solopreneur, Um, you know, and then it got to the point where not only did I have, you know, my content creation business, but I was also coaching small businesses and I was also doing my podcast. And it got to a point where I was like, 
I have a two-year-old. I have three, you know, arms of my business that I'm trying to run and I'm a wife and I'm trying to keep my house together. And also, you know, self-care is really important. And I was have had all these things hanging over me and I was like, I need a better way. Like there has to be a better way to have these systems in my business set up so that I am not manually doing everything first off. And also I, if I drop the ball on something, the system isn't going to crash. Right. So, you know, tools and systems needed to be in place so that if I had to take a day off because my son had the flu, my whole business wasn't coming crashing to the ground because I wasn't there to hold it up. Yeah. Right. And so when I developed this, my workflow system for myself, I was like, there is absolutely no way I can keep from talking about this to other people because as a mom and a business owner and a wife and like a woman, we do a lot of things. And I, saw so many of my clients on the business coaching side and so many of my followers on the content creation side who are in the exact same boat. And they're like, how are you doing it all? And I was like, first of all, I'm not right. I'm not doing it all. I'm not doing it all. I drop balls constantly. Like I, you can't do it all. Right. But I've put systems in place to where some things get to hold themselves up so that I am not the only person holding my business afloat. And that was through really strategic systems uh, through Trello and other project management systems. It was also through hiring employees. Uh, it was also through really strategic automations. And then it was allowing myself, my tasks now in my business are my income generating tasks. I don't do anything outside of that because I have systems in place that do those other things for me, right? Yeah. So I know that my time is finite. I know that most of my time is spent meeting with clients And there are other things that I do that's all towards that, you know, income generating type tasks, because that's how I'm able to support my clients and my employees and my business. Right. And as the creative director and owner of the business, that's where I am best used, you know, and discovering what my zone of genius was so that I could offload everything that didn't fall under my zone of genius was key to supporting myself as I scaled um, and grew the business. And then, you know, that's something that I couldn't keep quiet about to people. I was like, you have to have these systems. Who doesn't? Raise your hand and let's get them put in place for you, right? And I just kept talking about it. I kept saying, you guys need these systems. You need to be utilizing automations and outsourcing. You need to be utilizing project management systems. And if you're not, come talk to me and I will show you how to do it. I love it. Okay. So I love it. I actually, for a hot second, thought I was interviewing myself because I get asked all the time, how are you doing it all? And the truth, and I'm never going to hold back on this is I don't do it all. And that's, absolutely. I mean, that, that literally is the secret, Yes, so girl. Like, okay, but, but how do you not do it all? Right? Like, how can I be the wife, the mom, the business owner, yeah. the photographer, all the things and not be responsible for all of it. And it goes exactly back to what you said, systems, processes, automation, outsourcing are just letting the dang thing go, right? Like that's it. It, I mean, those are the only options. Like there's literally no other options. (laughs) That's that's all there is. Exactly. Okay. So I love this so much. Okay. Really quickly. I want to, I guess, make a parallel because there's there's a lot of management systems out there, right? Um, There's different types of ways you can manage your own life and your business. And one thing that I teach to versus what you teach to, and they pair together. And I just want to make this crystal clear because I know in the beginning of business, all this can be really confusing. So for me, 
I teach a lot of client management systems. And so that's when, so for photographers listening, that's when you're hearing me talk about IrisWorks or HoneyBook or something like that. So that is the forward front facing, you know, relationship management system. Yes. Okay. So, but what we're talking about today, we're is behind the scenes, baby. Yes. Yes, we are. We are getting in the back of your business. These are all the things that you have to do or somebody else needs to be doing in order to run your business at the level that you want to run it. And so I love that we both come from both of those backgrounds and we get to marry the two and have beautiful businesses. So tell us what is project management? What does that look like? And then like, let's dive in a little bit of Trello to why Trello. Yes. Project management is essentially... (laughs) what nobody sees, (laughs) but it's, it's what I call the scaffolding of a business, right? You need project management systems in place to hold your business up so you can walk underneath it, right? So that you can be doing all the things inside of your home, you know, your business without it collapsing on you. So we need the scaffolding in place to be able to hold it up so you can do what's important. And that's for me, what project management really is. Um, and this is the things that only you and your employees are going to know about. Only you and your employees are going to see, but without it, things really start to slip through the cracks or crumble because you only have one, so much time in a day and two, so, so much brain power, right? Eventually we get fried out if we're trying to do all of this manually. So project management comes in and says, okay, you don't have to do all of this manually. Let's get repeatable processes written down and automated so that you don't have to write that email that you send out to every client when you onboard them from scratch every time, right? So like my rule of thumb is always, if you have to do it more than once, it needs a system or process because you shouldn't be doing things from scratch more than one time, right? That's a huge waste of your time. And it just takes you away from really important things of your business, like client facing things in your business and the actual core of whatever you're doing, right? Yeah. So for me, that's what project management really is. It's just, it's managing your projects, but it's also, you know, managing those workflows and processes, standard operating procedures, all of these things that you need to have in place that people don't see. So it may not seem important to you right now, but you won't be able to scale or expand your business to the levels that I assume everybody would love to have without these in place. And if you wait until you're really struggling, it is a huge undertaking to put these systems in place. It's always better to do it in the beginning. And as you go, you know, I've had clients where they have, you know, multiple six figure businesses with no processes or project management. And they call me in and they're like, I need to, you need to fix this. How do we do this help? And I'm like, you're talking like we have weeks of work to do. Like it's not an overnight solution, right? Whereas if I have somebody come to me and say, okay, just started this business. I'm really excited. What do I need to put in place to support as I grow? Then it's what? Like maybe a two hour process. This is the difference I'm talking about truly. So that's kind of what project made. That was a really long winded answer to your question. No, I, I love it. And I, I mean, I really do. And you really touched on a good point and everyone asks me, like, when am I ready for that? <laughs> You're ready right, literally right, right now. now, right, right now. If you have a goal to book yeah. more clients, especially for photographers, yeah, you need to, like, there are things that we are repeating 
all the time and we need a system and a place for, and that is the same thing with your customer management system. Don't wait till you are overloaded and you're six months booked out before you're like, Oh, wait a second. I'm like really dropping the ball here. That's what Mm -hmm. we're telling you. These are one of those things that it is called an investment. So like invest and do it now because you will see a return on your investment. Like probably really pretty soon. Um, yeah, yeah, don't just don't wait. I, I hate that hang up. Like I'm not ready for that. Yeah, you, you really are. And I know your bank account doesn't say so, but you're ready for it. And this doesn't even have to be an expensive thing. You can actually do this by yourself, which I know we're going to touch on that in a little bit, but I want to turn around and I want to ask you this. Where do we start? Yeah. (laughs) Where do we start? I wanted to really quick before we answer that question, something you just said, you're like, you're going to see a return on your investment right away. Right. And I want to share this story because this was like the best testimonial about doing workflow processes, right? I worked with a client and her answer to me was when she filled out her, you know, testimonial for, for me was two hours with you saved me 15 hours a week. Guys, you don't have to work with me to save this time, right? You can do these processes on your own, just get them in place. However you do it. But the fact that like putting these systems in place for this person saved her 15 hours a week, maybe it wasn't necessarily monetary ROI right off the bat, but imagine what you could do for your business with 15 extra hours to increase your income. Absolutely. That's a, so, you know, you're going to see this come back to you. It's worth putting the time in to get it figured out. Absolutely. So, okay. So now the question, right? Where do we start? Well, you start by picking a project management system that you love. And there are tons and tons and tons of project management systems. If you Google search project management system, you're going to get pages and pages of different systems. I'm going to give you a short list to start with. So the ones that I have used primarily and recommend are Trello, Asana, ClickUp. So those three are really great. Dubsado is also good, but that's really a CRM versus a project management, but they'll try to tell you they're a project management system. It's really not like super conducive for some of the things that we're talking about, but it is a very robust system. So more power to you if you want to tackle that beast first. But, you know, the three that I would recommend are, you know, Trello, Asana, ClickUp. Trello and Asana are like sisters, in my opinion. They're extremely similar you can pretty much flip back and forth between them. Their processes are really similar. The difference is like for me, Trello has a much more robust labeling capability and I can't live without that. So I am a Trello girl like through and through and through. I run my entire business on Trello. My employees are on Trello. My clients are on Trello. Like I run my whole business there. So if you are going to go with my number one recommendation, it's Trello. And I really love this system. It is exactly what you need and nothing more. Yeah. (laughs) So good. And just to let you guys know too, I am currently using Trello in my own business. So that's why I was so excited to bring Taylor on because we both love Trello so much. Yes. Trello is they really should be paying me for all of this press that I get them, right? Um, And Trello is amazing. I stumbled upon it probably three years ago when I was looking to like revamp some of my workflow systems um, and bring in a VA and I fell in love with it and I didn't even know how to use it yet. Like I spent the first year of it really just utilizing the list function before actually realizing how amazing all of the systems were. So 
a little rundown about Trello. So it operates using like a list function. So you, when you start Trello and you open up your first board, it says like to do done. And it gives you these options to do lists. And that might feel kind of like, what am I supposed to do with this? (laughs) This is not workflow management. This is like a grocery list because that's what a lot of people say to me. They're like, well, how do you even use Trello for your business? Because I don't need to keep my lists here. Right. But it's so much more than that. That's just how you view the screen. Right. So, you know, in terms of like my board for me and uh, my assistant, we have all of her tasks there, everything that she needs to do, everything that she's completed, all of her projects she's working on can all be kept here and organized with labels, dates, um, checklists that can be checked off. There's so many different ways you can utilize Trello. Um, I have put together like, I have tons of templates that I use now for clients. And, you know, some of the things I have in here, we've got client boards, content archives, content calendars, daily to-do lists, you know, virtual assistant boards. This is just to give you an idea of all the different kinds of boards you could put within Trello, um, budgeting templates, income, like financial tracking. I have my podcast board on there. Like those are all the things that I utilize for my business within Trello. And I'm sure you have templates and, and boards that you use as well that are similar. Yeah, for sure. So a lot of the same categories that you said, we use it for podcasts, team management, look at ongoing projects. Um, And then uh, for the photographer side, I actually just fell in love with Trello and started using it for that too. And so I'll organize like sessions. So the different types of sessions that I have. So, you know, like a little running list, is it cold? Did I send sneak peeks? Uh, When is it due? So due dates, one of my favorite things, Uh, you can have a due date for yourself. And then, you know, when you're approaching your deadline, did you meet it? All that. So absolutely obsessed with Trello for sure. Yeah. And I love like when you bring in um, virtual assistants or, you know, editors or, you know, other employees, you can add them to certain tasks. You can give them due dates. It's so easy for me to organize like what my VA is working on and see what she's completed and keep track of her time. And it's just really conducive for having multiple people working on a project together so that I know kind of what's coming up. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, It really is the organization system for sure. It's a hub. It's great. Yes. So I know that you have a Trello 101 course. I just want to touch on that really quickly. I'm sure someone's going to be like, I'm visual. Wait, you lost me (laughs) at, at, you know, pictures or whatever. So tell us a little bit about uh, what they can expect in this freebie. Yeah. So this is just a five video e-course. It's super casual. I sat down one night and I was like, I'm getting the same seven questions. Let's put a video together so that somebody can actually see what I'm talking about. Right. Because exactly. Somebody's probably going, I'm visual and I just don't understand what's happening. And that's me. So I put together this e-course where I walk you through the very basics to the frills of Trello. And I show you my actual boards. You know, the first video is like, what is Trello and how can you use it? And then we move on to like all of the ways you can use a card versus a list versus a board. What are the automations? How do you use Butler, which is their automation system? How do you use power-ups, which are things you can add to different cards? All of the phrases that I'm using are defined in this e-course and it's all screen recorded. So I sat down in my Trello boards and I, and I show you exactly how to utilize all of these functions. And my favorite is you can make 
um, Trello give you confetti when you've completed a task. So I show you how to do that too. It's very satisfying. Oh my goodness. I bet. So I'm one of those that loves to have a running to-do list or like your yes. top three, just so you can check it off. I um, yes. love that so much. And that is going to be so helpful. So I will link that yeah. in the show notes. So guys, don't worry, don't get ahead of yourself. Don't get overwhelmed, but yeah. just know that that is going to be a great resource for you after this episode as well. Yeah. And they're short videos, guys. I'm not asking you to invest hours of time. The videos are like five to eight minutes a piece. So just like very bite-sized, concise information on how to use the platform. So, so helpful. Okay. So we have talked a little bit about Trello and we've gotten the basics out of the way. Where do we go next? Yeah. So I think the next step is really figuring out what processes you need to do and what automations and outsourcing need to happen. Because now that you have the basics and you know you need to get a project management system, you know kind of what the process is to setting that kind of thing up. Now it's really kind of determining what needs to be set up, right? So for me, the the beginning process is always, what don't I like doing in my business? I always start with that question because there are always going to be things that we're like, oh, I wish I didn't have to do this part of it, right? I love this, but I hate this. And that's just part of being a business owner. I don't think anybody loves 100% of it all the time. Because when you think about it, when you own a business, you're really doing like 10 people's jobs that like a corporate company would have, like whole departments dedicated to some of the tasks we do, right? So figure out what is not in what I call your zone of genius, and what you don't love to do, and then assess those first, right? So, you know, for me, that is creating graphics or doing podcast management, um, editing blog posts or images. Like those are the things I don't love to do. I love talking to my clients. I love putting my face on social media. I love getting an Insta stories. I love doing live streams. I love creating courses and content, right? Those things I love to do. So I want to keep them on my plate. Everything that doesn't fall in my love category, it gets delegated, automated, or outsourced. Yes. And that's where I think is it's important to start because you, aren't, you don't really know what workflows and systems need to be put in place until you sit down and actually separate things like that. Oh, I agree. So one of the things that that I teach, especially with just trying to manage it all, is to do the biggest brain dump ever. And I and I walk them through like step by step. Here's some daily things that you're doing weekly, monthly. And so like get it all on paper and then schedule what recurs all the time. So these are appointments, these are places you gotta be, like get those off of that checklist and then look at what's left and it has to fall into an automated a schedule it, a outsource it or a delete it option. And then if it is something that you have to do it, I mean, it has to get scheduled. Otherwise it's not going to get done. I mean, it needs to get, (laughs) so you're running a business. So it has to get scheduled, right? Absolutely. So I think some, some processes to, especially photographers, I I mean, just think about it. Just look at your client journey. Where are all the touch points? What are things that can be automated? What are things that you could potentially have someone else do? And I'm just going to tell you guys, a lot of you hold on to editing. Like that is your superpower. Yes. Yes. And if not, um, some of you absolutely, you light up, you love it. That's the one thing you want to do. Maybe you're not as jazzed, which just always cracks me up, but I just have to understand we're different personalities. Me, 
I could shoot 35 sessions in a month if I wanted to, as long as I didn't have to come home and like do all the little things that are associated with it. Right. But some people are the exact opposite. They would rather be like, Hey, you go do all the shoots and I'll just edit them for you because I don't enjoy that part. And so I think to each their own, but I love, love, love that you are saying, what do you not enjoy doing? And the other thing that I like to pair too is what is the major time suck that you really don't yes. need to be doing? So, yes, I love that. You know, and my the mastermind I was running yesterday is all photographers, and we were talking a ton about editing and, you know, where to outsource that editing with, you know, boutique editors versus big box editing companies. It's a whole thing, right? And a lot of them were like, it's just that's my biggest that's my biggest suck of time. Right. I dread that process. I don't know how to do it. I'm scared of it. Right. Um, And how do I get started? And that was a really big part of what we were talking about. And because that's probably one of your biggest things that takes the most time. Yes. And and honestly, like if that's where a lot of your frustration is coming from in this season, and here's the thing, these things can be seasonal too. So and I just want to be really upfront. I edit probably 85 to 90% of my own work, but when it gets busy, I will pass it along to an editor. And it doesn't mean that I'm not in creative control. I definitely am, but it's somebody else that truly enjoys that process. And that can basically mimic what I've already done and just, you know, copy and paste it to everything else. And so stop making outsourcing editing more than it needs to be. It's not making you less than it doesn't mean you still can't charge more. Like that's not, that's not it. And so, I I mean, if anything, you should charge more because you need to put that cost in into your, um, into your total, but I think what you said is really important. You said it doesn't make you less than if you're outsourcing, right? And I hung on to this for so long because I was like, if I can't do it all, I don't deserve to be a business owner, (laughs) right? So any control freaks out there, like hand raised right here. (laughs) It's us. Um, And it's so true. It was was one of those things where I was like, I don't need help. I can do this all by myself. Like I am a very much like, don't try to help me. I can do it kind of person. Yeah. And it got to the point where like, I was my own limiting factor. My business could physically not grow anymore because I was in the way. I was literally in the way of my being able to scale and grow my business because I could not let go of things. And that was kind of, that was kind of a slap in the face moment, right? Where I realized I couldn't take on anything else. And I was turning people away and I didn't have to, like, I didn't have to be doing that. I could be doing more of what I loved and less of all the stuff I didn't love. Yep. And I think that's, I think that's the hardest thing. And again, like you're going to come to a season in your business. If you've been around the block, you know, you're going to come to a season of your business where you are what's standing in your way. You want to book more clients. You want to do more of what you love, but honestly, the problem is you. So you've got to get yourself out of the way, which is why I love that we're talking about this because that truly is just one of the ways to be more productive is to have systems, automations, all the things. So yes. Even if you're not hiring anybody, there are automations and systems you can put in place to save yourself time. Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, um, I'm a big component that Iris works or a custom management system. All of that should be your first hire because it can literally free up hours upon hours of time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's why we do workflow management and project management, right? This is why people come to me and ask these questions. It's, it's so important. Even you, like with your client facing part of this, right? 
this is why we exist is to help you with these internal systems. Absolutely. Okay. So we've probably piqued a lot of people's interest. Here's yeah. the deal. They're like, yep, I need this. Yes. You're talking to me. Yeah. I'm the overwhelmed person that needs to let go of control. So yeah. what are some ways that they can either a get more resources, dive into this a lot deeper or just a direction that you want to point them to so that they can go sure. deeper after they have time to kind of like work through this, this new mindset issue here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, there are tons of things. Start with the Trello 101 e-course. Yeah. Start yeah. by downloading that freebie. It's, you know, a totally free course for you to learn how to use the system and then sit with that for a minute. Mm-hmm. Sit with that, put some systems in place and then sit with it. If you still need help, you can always reach out to me. I'm always available to help you, even if it's just a question here or there, right? Trello itself also has a lot of resources. Like there's a ton of ways to like learn how to use their platform on um, the Trello platform. They have great videos, you know, templates and all that kind of stuff. But I'm here. Like if this is something you're really serious about and you're wanting to dive deep into getting your workflows organized and your project management system set up, let me know, come hang out with me on the internet and let me know what your struggles are and we'll figure out how to get them, you know, solved for you. Yes. I love it. Okay. So drop, uh, drop those links. They'll be in the show notes too, but just go ahead and verbalize where can we we find you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I am all over the internet, but you can hang out with me for project management workflow, business coaching and strategy, all that good stuff at Taylor Mobley coaching on Instagram. All of my links to everything are in my bio there. So that's the best place to start because I've got it all linked up in the bio for you, but come hang out there, drop me a DM, uh, let me know what you're working on. And I can't wait to chat with you guys. I love it. Okay. Taylor, is there anything else that you want to leave my listeners with before we let you go? Yes. I think my you know biggest takeaway, if you guys take away one thing from today is that you don't have to do it all. There is so much to support you. And there are so many free things to support you if you're not ready to invest. And there are so many incredible investments that you can make for your business to really skyrocket what you're doing and provide you with the support that you're looking for. Like you are so supported. It's all there. It's all ready for you. And, you know, we are so excited to be helping you on that journey. I love it. Thank you so much, Taylor. Of course. Hey friend, I want to take just a minute and introduce you to the From Broke to Booked Blueprint program. This is my signature business framework that has been taught to over 100 photographers in the last two years that has completely transformed photography businesses across the globe. Yes, really, the globe. When you become a student of the Blueprint program, you are given immediate access to my framework that gives you the support and tools you need to run a profitable, purposeful, and sustainable photography business. This program covers everything from building the foundation of your business, including the legal aspects, contracts, finances, taxes, etc. We cover client experience from start to finish, pricing and packages, how to brand your business so you can stand out from competitors. I also teach over six unique organic marketing strategies that you can use to book more clients in your business, as well as so many other topics and bonuses. You can read up on all of the details at brookjefferson.com slash blueprint program. 
But my favorite part of the entire program is getting to connect with you all inside of a student-only Facebook group where we really dig deep into your individual business and watch your growth throughout the entire time. And did I mention you get all of this for lifetime access? I would love to be your biggest cheerleader in your photography business and help you hit the goals that you have set for yourself. Come join us at brookjefferson.com slash blueprint program. And as a podcast listener, don't forget that you can take $100 off the program using the code BOOKMORECLIENTS in all caps. I can't wait to see you inside.